y'all. My name is Peter. And my name is Carl. And you're listening to Do You Even Lift Bro? Men Exercising Social Justice. Today we're going to be doing a cheat day. What's that, Peter? It's where we take a break from the heavy lifting and snack on some ranting. Well, what's on the plate for today? Clothing, meaning like department stores and stuff. Why? Well, as you know, <laughs> if you ever go into a department store, there is a men's section and a women's section. Very binary. Yeah, which is interesting because clothing does not have penises or vaginas. It just has <laughs> threads. So I don't know why they're in those categories, but of course I'm not the uh, the leader of the clothing brands. <laughs> also, it also reinforces the notion that all women have vaginas and all men have penises. And I do think that the unnecessary gendering of clothes is another insight into the way we're socialized as men and women. Mm-hmm. So I've heard a lot of women going into the men's section to get like flannels and like oversized shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. And that is a uh, is very socially acceptable, I think, Okay. because I just know so many people who do it. And like whenever I go into the men's section of a department store, there's always like a hand full of what I would perceive to be women in like the clearance section trying to find like a big sweater or something. However, when I go into the women's section, I get a lot of pushback. Okay. So like this one time I was just shopping for sunglasses, probably the most gender neutral piece of clothing out there. Okay. So I was shopping for sunglasses. I went into the men's section. They didn't have anything that I liked. So I went into the women's section to look at their sunglasses because usually they're a little bit more extravagant or eccentric. So I was just looking through these sunglasses and one of the employees came up to me and um, it was a, I would perceive to be a woman who came up to me and she was like, oh, um, are you lost? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'm like, no, I'm just looking for uh, sunglasses. And she was like, oh, well, the men's sunglasses are over there. Huh. And I'm like, yeah, I already looked at those, but I'm just looking here now. <laughs> She's like, are you looking like, what are you looking for? I'm just like looking for this very specific type of sunglasses. She's like, okay, well, the men's section is over there. I'm just like, I know (laughs) I'm looking in the women's section. However, so, and that's happened more than once where an employee has come up to me and has questioned why I'm in the women's section. Hmm. I wonder too, how much of that is influenced by the, is influenced by the idea that it's kind of also socially acceptable for women to shop for men and not necessarily the other way around. Like there are some such low expectations for men to understand how women's clothing works or have a very basic sense of fashion that we're uneven, we're not even capable of shopping for anyone else except for ourselves. Yeah. Um, I wonder if some of that contributes. And then I do wonder too, like, is there a legitimate danger threat to women when men are in the women's section versus women in the men's section. I don't know the answer to that because I don't know department store policies enough, but I'm guessing it has to do with unnecessary gendering. Yeah, I would. uh, I don't know if there's danger like specifically when it comes to those sections. Maybe there might be danger if a man is trying to get into a predominantly female changing room, Mm, Okay, which might be a little bit different. The only story that I've heard is like, old dude saying, hey, you kind of look like my granddaughter or whatever. Can I hold this dress up to see if it'll fit you? And then they grope him. Yeah. Um, That's the only instance that I can think of in terms of, I don't know if department stores are that socially conscious where they're like, we need to keep men out of here because it poses a threat to women's bodies. That's probably not what's going on here. (laughs) But I do think it should be different in terms of the perception of men going to, even if it's, I mean, it's transphobic, it's, it's screwed up, but there might also be some like legitimate policy stuff to try to keep women a little bit more safer from men versus the other way around. Again, full acknowledgement of the transphobia in such policies, especially if it's the re if the reinforcement isn't a policy, it's just like people saying you're lost and you need to like 
go shop for your own clothes in the men's yeah. section. That to me is like up and transphobic. But if it is like we've had experiences in the past of men like groping women, you need to get out of here. I'll shrug and be like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. If they explained it that way, I would totally understand. For sure. But the thing is, I like wearing women's clothing or here's the thing. I like wearing clothes. There you go. I don't like wearing women's or men's clothes because those don't exist. It's just (laughs) clothes. Another example of how deep gender socialization really, really is. Yeah. I think uh, there was this other time when I went into a Victoria's Secret to buy a gift card for my friend and I just wanted to screw with the employees a little bit. (laughs) So I walked in and it's always interesting because I knew somebody who worked at Victoria's Secret and apparently they have a game plan for when a lone man walks into Victoria's Secret. Mm, They like confront him and try to make them feel very uncomfortable and like pressure them into buying something to get out of there because they know that a lot of men who go into Victoria's Secret want to get out of there as fast as possible. Okay. So it's like immediate attention and immediate like, okay, this is what you need to buy so they can get you out of there as fast as possible. Interesting. So I went in there and they're like, oh, are you here to shop, buy something for your girlfriend? And I'm like, no, I'm here to buy something for me. And I was like looking at all this lingerie and I was like, you think this would look good on me? And they just didn't really know how to handle it. And then after a while, I was like, I'm just here to buy a gift card, but thank you for the recommendations. (laughs) Okay. And so, I don't know, it's interesting because I can't think of a predominantly man store who only sells sells male clothing besides like Joseph A. Bank or like a suit company. Mm, Okay. Like men's warehouse or whatever. Yeah. I would say if a woman came in there and wanted to buy a suit, they would have some weird looks. But I feel like definitely since I'm in such a store that is so hell bent on sexualizing people Uh, that I'm kind of looked at as a weirdo a little bit more. Like if your intent was to go in there and like shake things up and be like, you all need to get rid of your preconceived notions about what women and men are supposed to wear. Are you genuinely like interested in wearing some of those? Because I could see how playing the part of a trans person or a drag queen, for example, if that's not who you are, playing that part might be, I don't know, even if it has the same effect, I might feel some way about the process, right? I don't know. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I definitely understand how it could be perceived as pretty problematic since I was not very genuinely interested in wearing women's okay. or Victoria's Secret underwear. And I could see how if somebody was genuinely going there to try and get clothing mm-hmm. for themselves and they're perceived and it's like real discrimination instead of me just being like, hoity-toity, okay. I'm like... Gotcha. Like, (laughs) I could see how my privilege is kind of showing in that sentence, but also, I don't know. It's just an interesting experiment to go through. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting to, you know, put myself in those shoes for just a little bit, even though I could easily just walk out and have no problems whatsoever. For sure. Yeah. I think that's, again, a, a great insight into the ways in which gender is perceived like all the time, right? I think there's a lot of, men in particular out there saying that gender doesn't matter or like, hey, you guys or whatever, when speaking to a mixed gender group doesn't matter Mm -hmm. when gender is like ever present and bleeding into everything that we do. And so it's important to be critical of everything that we do. Yeah. So shop where you want. Yes. Don't take anyone. Close it. (laughs) Close it. Just close. Yeah. Cool cloth. 
And that will do it for this cheat day of Do You Even Live, Bro? Men Exercising Social Justice. If you have feedback, thoughts, comments, questions, or want to be interviewed for a podcast, please email WGAC at colostate.edu. That's WGAC at C-O-L-O-S-T-A-T-E dot E-D-U. Huge shout out to the partnership between the Women and Gender Advocacy Center and KCSU here at Colorado State University. These are the folks that even allow this podcast to happen. For more content about masculinities, check out meninthemovement.blogspot.com. And for more information about the WGAC, go to wgac.colostate.edu. For more 90.5 KCSU content, go to kcsufm.com. Music production by Xavier Hadley, a.k.a. Zavley. Check him out at soundcloud.com slash Xavier Hadley. That's X-A-B-I-E-R-H-A-D-L-E-Y. Thanks for listening, everyone. Deuces. Hey.